guys. Welcome to another episode of Elevation Way. King Day coming to you. We're going to be talking about the essentials of a valid contract, like I said before on the previous episode. But we're going to just jump right into it, guys. We're going to jump right into it, okay? To be a valid to be valid, binding, and enforceable, contracts must contain certain essential elements, okay? The essential elements for a valid contract are mutual agreement, competent parties, consideration, and lawful objective. But in terms, when it comes to real estate, you have to have the elements of the property description and signatures. They are required, all right? We'll really talk about that a little bit more. But let's get into it. The mutual agreement. The mutual agreement is offered by one party and accepted by another, all right, the two minds must meet and mutually assent. They must mutually accept and agree. All right, to this contract. This is called a mutual agreement, or you might hear sometimes the meeting of the minds. Okay. For a mutual agreement to exist, the parties must willingly offer and accept. In other words, the parties cannot be under any type of duress, which is fear. They can't be under any type of fear or undue influence. Okay which is the use of unfair advantage to influence the other party to act. Cannot do that, okay? We cannot have misrepresentation, okay? We cannot have misrepresentation, okay? That's a no-no. If you have misrepresentation, the contract is voidable, all right? All right. And also, an offer to purchase real estate should be reduced in writing in accordance with the statute of frauds at all times. At all times, guys. Like oral, oral offers and acceptances are not binding. Only accept as provided for under the statute of frauds. Therefore, a written offer could be withdrawn before it was accepted in writing, even though it may have been accepted orally. Okay. So even though I accepted it orally, it's not writing like it's not really legit like that. Alright. Now we have competent parties, okay? Competent parties. All parties to the contract must have the ability and mental capacity, okay guys, to understand the implications of entering into a contract. They must understand what they're getting themselves into. They must understand the contract. You see? And what they're they must understand that contract to a certain degree. You see, they, you see, if they have any other questions, you know, CYA, see your attorney, okay? But they have to be competent parties, all right? You have to have the mental capacity that, and understand that they're entering into a contract, all right? That is known as contract contractual ability, all right? or contractual capacity. A party has contractual, a contractual ability if they are of legal age and sound mind. Generally speaking, a contract is not binding on minors, a mentally impaired or incompetent persons or intoxicated person, guys. Do you understand that? So any one of those last things I just said, okay? Those are not competent parties, all right? Minors, mentally impaired, incompetent persons, or if you're intoxicated under the influence of drugs and alcohol, maybe even prescription pills, 
Okay? Now, consideration. There must be something of value committed by each party to a contract. Each party must give up something. Must give up something. Okay? They must have legal right to. Okay? Such as money, good, or services. Alright? So, that's what consideration is. Okay? You have to have consideration. That's part of the essentials for a valid contract. Alright? So, what is consideration? What is consideration, guys? Value. Value committed by each party to a contract. Okay? They, they both have to give up something. And they both have to have legal right to it, such as money, goods, or services. Okay? Now, consideration may be either, either of two types. Valuable consideration is one that can be um, objectively measured in terms of how it either benefits the party receiving it or detracts the one providing it. Let's see. An example of valuable consideration are money, property, services, uh, forbearance, and most cases, uh, yeah, even the promises of, of those things right there. Even if they promise you property, service, forbearance, all right? That's, that's, that's called valuable consideration. Now, good consideration Good consideration is based on subjective or emotional value, such as love and affection, okay? It has value only to the person receiving it. That's good consideration, okay? In most cases, good consideration is acceptable, but valuable consideration is always the best. That's always going to be the best way to go, valuable consideration, guys, okay? The phrase, of, like, the phrase, um... Sufficient consideration and legal consideration are sometimes used instead of uh, the term consideration. That's also a key. So if you hear that, it means the same thing. Okay. Now we have lawful objective. Okay. To be valid and enforceable, a contract must have a definite legal objective. Okay. An agreement to violate the law would be void. Examples might include gambling, gambling contracts, a contract which is in violation of uh, usury statutes, or um, any contract that would violate public policy. Any one of those. Property description. Okay. The contract must contain reasonably accurate description of the location of the property such as the street address lot and block number all right that is valid that is essential that is key all right all right and then we have signatures last but not least signatures all right all parties to the contract must sign it they must sign okay when co-owned property is sold, for instance, the signatures of all owners are necessary. All of them. So if you co-own a building or a property with somebody, all signatures are required. All right? Wife, husband, all that, okay? All signatures of all the owners are necessary if their interest is affected. 
okay? Now, spouse's signatures are necessary to release the marital rights of dower, courtesy, or joint possession. So, to release those those things, which is the marital rights of dower, courtesy, and um, joint possession, you will need your spouse signature for that. Alright, guys? And those right there are the essentials of a valid contract. Okay? Specifically, in terms of dealing with real estate. Alright? Now... I hope I gave you some valid, great information. I hope I helped somebody out, help someone understand more uh, in terms of contracts and debt. And we're gonna be, we're gonna keep pushing this information. We're gonna keep pushing these things here because uh, I know I needed that at one point. So now I'm giving back and. Uh, Stay tuned. We're going to have another episode coming shortly. Subscribe, like, follow, share, guys. Subscribe. You'll get notified once the next episode is up. And I hope everybody continues to have a great day, a blessed day. Stay positive. And I will be checking you guys out next time around. Peace.